0: I'm your host, Rocco, and I'm Dean. Ranting and raping without a solid
1: plan. often political, guaranteed crash. This is Critical Man.
2: clicks is being all sensitive about race and all this for, shit. I'm like, forced, um, forced, uh, diversity. Oh, forced diversity. I'm like, yeah, no one's ever turning actual historical figures into minorities. Yes. For the sake of Sue Horn. And that's not happening. Yes. Right. Right. It's right. Only, first of all, it's only a small percentage of characters in media. And secondly, characters being the main word here. Yeah. They're fucking yeah. pretend.
0: Right you know dan and i actually we saw each other we both went to a high school musical last couple weeks ago and did you see the diversity on that stage it wasn't this is it's a natural thing for there to be diversity it's not like it's planned or woke it's like this is how people are living i grew up in a preschool like that you know
3: yeah it's just it's it's important um representation is very important and um I just did another um podcast uh last week um I did uh, an episode of listen up casuals mm-hmm. last week and um uh we were talking about Moon Girl on Disney Plus and yeah. Moon Girl is a young black girl Don't take photographs of us Dan Now <laughs> well well played so this is the thing my daughter is a white nice. girl right my daughter's uh-huh. very white so my daughter watched that. There is an entire episode about black girls hair. Okay. And right. this is why representation is important because that is not something myself nor my daughter would ever think of ever. Mm-hmm. Right. But now we we're exposed to that. So my, my point was that representation isn't just important for the people being represented. It's important for us as well it's because point. That's it allows point. us to like connect too and be like, wow, that's a cultural thing. That's great. I want to know more about that or be sensitive to it. Have an yeah, understanding of it.
2: I didn't know until almost now that black people need to sleep with silk uh, pillowcases because it's better for their
3: hair. I, would, I wouldn't have known that. I had no hmm. idea.
2: So I, that's a great point you make, Rocco. Representation is not just about minorities being able to see um, heroes or people in power or whatever it is. Uh, the main character, if you will, yeah, um, the protagonist. Essentially, it's 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 about us being able to see from their point of view. Mm-hmm. If not as literally, honkies. yeah. If not literally, but like you know, in a creative way. Um, and and you're like, You bring up those cultural points as well, things that we don't really think about, and and it helps us learn. Yeah. A lot exactly. of us aren't exposed to minorities as much as you think we, you know, based on where you live and where you work. Some are, some aren't. But even then, the interactions may be limited.
3: Right. Uh, and that's, and that's very, very true. And like, it's not like my daughter doesn't go to a school that doesn't have plenty of, uh, different people, like of all different walks of life and races and everything. Right. She's got she has a friend from Vietnam that like, you know, knows Vietnamese and shit. And I think that that's great. And I want her to be part of that. But like, you don't you know, you don't really get a lesson in in the, you know, African-American hair or or people of color, their hair. And what a what a thing that is. I don't know. I didn't know anything about that. I'm a white dude who's losing his hair. OK, like I don't like. <laughs> I don't it's something know. that just is not pertinent to your specific situation. Correct, right. but if you re- if you have that in media in general media and mm. especially young people can see that, that is going to be a direct battle against hate is my point. That's the whole point of Ball. all of that. And and my daughter really right. enjoyed it. She really enjoyed the episode and she learned something.
0: Right, and it's not insulting kids intelligence by having it on a kids show.
3: Yeah. Um, I enjoyed a, the show yeah. too.
2: <laughs> I have a black friend who used to work with me. He doesn't, he's not the same station anymore. And I felt guilty for a while because I would use him as a resource for trying to understand more about black culture or the black plight sure. or just race issues in general. <laughs> sure. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't the only thing that I talked to him about, but there were plenty of times when I. I'd be like, oh, I want to bring this up to him. Has he seen X, Y, or Z TV show or movie because it is about you know the black culture or the black experience? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get his take on it, or or vice versa, you know? Sure. Maybe it's a it's a a very controversial movie about race in general. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would go to him to talk to him about these issues because I trusted his opinion, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: and I just felt guilty after a while because it's like he's not here to educate me.
0: Right. You know, it's not
2: his job to constantly have a race talk with me.
3: Oh, here comes
2: Dan, my white friend. I got to fucking school him today. But, but,
3: But I think that what's within his right, and anyone correct me, is to tell you to go fuck yourself at any point. But I think not
2: that guy, though.
3: But that's yeah. and that's the thing, and that's his choice. You're taking advantage. And that's <laughs> he's too
2: nice to say go. That's his though.
3: choice, though. He I can know. he can very easily just be like, "Hey, man, listen, it's not my job to teach you about black people, dude," and then you yeah. would have to respect that and be like, "All right, dude, I understand." And then you know, what? It.
0: I didn't even notice I was doing that or something like that. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. If now, if that's the case, now if if he asked you to stop and you continued. Then, yeah, I well, would be like, just be a prick. Yeah, that's what that's. And that's my <laughs> point. And that's my point. Can I tell you about the time so we started that... the show? Right. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can I no. real quick tell you about it? One time that I felt judged for my race. Very yeah. judged. We were at work. Oh. <laughs> I'm representative of all of us guys. No, we were at work and we were listening to music through the uh Bluetooth. And yeah, this one yeah. fellow, James, I worked with not white he was like he started playing um, matchbox 20 and he was like do you like this and i was like
2: <laughs> am i allowed to say yes? i was like I just, no i said straight up to him is it because
0: funny. i'm white no i said i said to him because like we got along i was like that's racist young yeah. man."
1: <laughs> uh,
0: we both laughed at it you know he would play Whoa. like notorious big and when we knew the n word was coming up him and yeah. uh, this co-worker of mine, Samaj, one time was like, if you don't know, I was like going along with it. And it's like, if you don't know, now you know. And they both looked at me and I said, buddy. So like, you yeah. know, we joked yeah. about the difference. Yeah.
2: But- I had a co-worker at Cooper Vision and he had a best friend who was Jamaican mm-hmm. and they would often uh, listen to rap music together in his car. And, you know, his black friend just said, listen, when this word comes up, you know, I'd appreciate if you don't say the word, but <clears throat> if you say ninja instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they would just sit there and wrap together
3: in the car and he would say ninja and he would say the other word. And, and they, mm.
2: you know, just went about their merry way.
3: And nice. the, the thing is that bothers me about people and that word is and, and I'm sorry, let me back up. The thing mm-hmm. that bothers me about white people and that word is the white people that want to say it so badly badly. And mm-hmm. why? And the question is is why really? And and these are the same people that say, "Well, you're taking away my freedom of speech, you're taking away my freedom of speech." And my response right. is this. You can absolutely say that word. The consequences that come from you saying that word are really yours to reap. Yeah. And the real <laughs> issue, the issue that I have and I've said this before and I'll and I'll say it again and I'll say it again and I'll say it again and I'll say it again. When I hear when I hear the N word, it's not you can't be a white person and say, well, it doesn't bother me because you have no frame of reference of that word. You cannot understand or feel what a person of color feels when they hear that word. It is a completely different mechanism is a completely different trigger that you cannot have because you cannot have the black experience period you can't so by saying i know how they feel you you don't know how they feel so just don't say it because you can't presuppose that that's Mm -hmm. it
0: i think i think too like when you just like it's it's one of those things where you don't want your friends being called that because you know the weight of it
1: you well, know, sure. By
0: by a person like who's not that color trying to be mean hearted or cruel. You, That's the one that's the one connection I can at least have where I feel uncomfortable knowing the words being used and hearing it. You know, that's about as close as we can get.
3: Uh, yeah. And, and, and to be is. no, to be completely honest. I mean, and and I don't know. I know, Dan, you played sports. Adam, do you play sports?
0: Marching man, baby. That's where these
3: traps come from. (laughs) So, no. (laughs) Um, We sweated. Listen, an an all-white locker room. This is fantastic. An all-white locker room is one of the most racist places and homophobic places in the world. And Uh, the thing is, is I I have participated uh, in and and been in, in that situation. And because of that, I have removed the two words from my lexicon. You, When you're young and you're dumb and you're around racism, people talk about how it's ingrained and how true that is. It yeah. is ingrained into the culture. If you are a white person, it is ingrained into you that you are somehow superior. It is something that is fucking taught. I'm sorry. It just is. And it's not just like, you can't just say, well, my parents didn't teach me. You're right. Your, your parents probably didn't. Right, but TV did, and and cops did, mm-hmm. and fucking um privilege did any type of privilege it did that you were taught that we were just talking about that earlier, Adam. Um, before Dan got back on about television yep. for like forty five years, what was the what was the antagonist? It was always a black person was the antagonist, or they were the butt of the joke, or they couldn't read, or they like it. That's how it was, and then the white family was like. Ooh, look how cool and rich they are. And that's was- how it
2: is for like any minority too. Asian Americans yes, yep. have been the villain every time.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, are you uh, kidding
1: me?
2: I also I
0: also am glad though that like a lot of this stuff's come up because when they went the uh opposite direction where they're like like, no, every person who is black is magic now. It's just like, that's it's just <laughs> not treating anybody as human both ways. Right. Right. You know, right. it's, it was, just it was like a up.
2: step in the right direction, but it was so off course. Yeah. Like the green mile, for example, was a yeah. good example. When well, that, that but happen.
0: that, that I think was less of a example of using that as a, here's a person who's magic. But you know, that story was supposed to be an update of what if Jesus Christ did come back? Mm. jc john coffee but he was a black man in the ant or in that part of the south gotcha. and how he was treated as like how he would have been it was another treated. one though it was um, less of the race being a magical race thing
1: right know? but will smith but wasn't Will smith vance, yeah
2: vance Tucker, bagger vance bagger vance yeah, there's all these yeah mythical black uh characters that have yeah. magical spells and it's just like okay you fit them into the narrative <laughs> but when are you actually going to make a movie where the black guy is the good guy like is not just a magical character well that's why black panther is a normal human being who happens to be a good person
3: right yeah and and that's why black panther was so culturally important because it was a lot of times you will see the black hero too that just conforms to like the white stereotype so the, the comfortable black person, the, the black person that white people are comfortable with, they're the hero. Right. Whereas in Black Panther, you're looking at someone with an African accent. You're looking at someone who is educated in Africa. You're looking at someone who had to not did not have to give up their culture, did not have to give up who they were to be the hero. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. You, right. you got these this this got this. um young man of color from Harlem who talk like this and then goes to college. And now he talks like this and he's the hero because he sounds more white. Black yeah. Panther did away with that. Right. And that's why that movie is so culturally important. People, it's another MCU movie. Sure. But culturally speaking, there is a lot of weight to that film a lot of weight
0: right i would say that that's one of the examples that is definitely seen as a large scale large audience movie because dude spike lee has been making movies where characters of all different types are there on screen and barely any of them are you know are white um but also um there's a movie sorry to bother you i don't know if you've seen that movie it's fantastic uh it's about a telemarketer who makes mm-hmm. his way through the ranks. It's like a comedy, it's really surreal, but you reminded me of that because he has to put on his white voice. And so mm-hmm. what they do is they actually have a white actor do his voice. In this case, Lakeith Stanfield plays the lead, and uh his white voice is done by Dan's favorite David Cross.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> but you know, no that's way. a movie
0: that no, no, dude. It it's a I think it's on Hulu. It's it's just a great take on um you know cultural norms and stereotypes in the corporate world, but it's 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 very silly and very hyper real. So yeah. it's not even necessarily making it jabs at any sort of stereotypes. I don't know.
2: But hard anyways, left, hard left turn. If I could, yes, I guess yeah. Court. If you yes. must, I spoke to David Cross.
3: No way, no you way. Oh,
2: all right,
3: how did you follow him? You so him, no. right? Is the he in venue. Your
2: <laughs> let me let me just explain. The venue at Babeville, which yeah. is an old church mm-hmm. in Buff, downtown Buffalo. Um, have you been? Uh, no. Either of you? No. no,
0: no. But that's Annie DeFranco's.
2: That's an Annie DeFranco reference. Yeah, she DeFranco. owns it. She owns she it. She owns that venue.
0: Babeville Records is yeah. So she owns Babeville.
2: Yeah. fantastic. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> the show is doors at seven and show at eight. Kay. We show up at seven forty-five. Yep. I'm sorry. Back up. We show up at six forty-five. I was gonna say fifteen minutes before the doors open, and I'm thinking I don't know where we're gonna park. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna look like. It Could be lines around the corner. It's all general admission. There's no assigned <clears> seating. <throat> so I was really worried about me paying for these tickets and then being in nosebleeds and not really getting that true feeling of the show. Well, we show up. The parking lot is half empty. Okay. And I'm like, what? did I get this fucking time wrong? So I park the car. I walk around to the front of the church and there's like six people standing there with security guards. I'm like, all right, I know I'm in the right place. Doors don't open until seven. This, this is crazy. Why aren't there people on, around the block this is david cross i mean i know he's not i don't know name he's not bigger... super mainstream
3: but he's, not he's super super huge but he's, he's in the upper, upper echelon line. Think... yeah he's,
2: he's not like Dane cook 15 minutes before the doors open there'll be a bigger line right yeah he's it's it real cold we stand out there for about 15 minutes getting to know the people near us whatever mm-hmm. the line starts getting huge and i'm thinking wow awesome. we fucking nailed this yeah right on that's we're feeling get, like in the world. we're gonna get to do whatever we want
3: <clears throat> such a now. dad thing too such a dad thing but anyway so michelle's like all right
2: she leads the way she starts <coughs> heading up towards the the very front row mm-hmm. and the stage as you sit down is above your head yeah so i'm gonna have to be looking up at directly at him and i'm like i don't know maybe we should sit like a few rows back no, that's great she yeah. goes, no, 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 I, I, let's, let's do front row. And I'm like, mm, okay. She's like, there's more leg room.
0: Yeah,
3: Michelle's okay. right. You should have
0: just listened to her. And these are
2: folding chairs. Oh, wow. Interesting. Folding chairs. So we sit down at the very end of the row in the front row. Yeah.
3: hmm
2: Great, right? Great seats. Perfect. He gets, the fir- first guy comes up, he does this whole thing. It's great. Not very long either. I was worried about there being like multiple acts before him. I don't like that. Give me a warm up comedian and get the fuck out of there. It's yeah. perfect. And that's what he did. He had a guy come up for about 20 minutes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. He left. He, and then he emceed and introduced David cross. David gets on and does his whole thing. He start. he's telling a joke about the Flintstones. And this is an off-handed joke that he's making about the don't say gay movement in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I don't know what what these Floridians are gonna do at the end of the Flintstones song. <laughs> now you guys laugh, but I'm s- only like maybe twenty to thirty percent of the people in the crowd were laughing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he could sense that. He's like looking around, like who who gets it, who doesn't. He's really testing out this joke,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I'm just shaking my head, like I don't I don't get it. And like you know, you can kind of see me a little better because I'm all the way up front. And he just kind of looks down at me, shaking my head, like I don't I don't understand. And he's like, You don't get it? To me.
3: Uh-huh.
2: I go, No, I I'm I a can't think I it. can't like I can't think of the song. Yeah. I can't think of the of the Flintstones theme song all of a sudden. I'm having like a, a block, a road jam in my yeah, head. Yeah, so what'd you yeah. say? And I'm like, I can't, I'm sorry, I don't I I don't know. And then he's like, and then he sang it. We'll have a gay old time. I was like, oh, and then like you know, a lot of people laughed, and he's like, you yeah. know, if I have to explain it, I guess it's not that funny. <laughs> and so, I feel like I helped him decide that that's
3: not going to be a part of the show anymore, <laughs> David. You ruined one of his jokes. That's you have Damn that it, forever. Dude. I
2: wasn't the only one not laughing. Like, but you were like, there. most of us weren't, and but so were he right interacted there. with me to find out, like, maybe that's not so great.
3: Yeah, yeah it, it
2: was, uh, dude, it was awesome.
3: David, yeah. Cross, David Cross kills himself Yeah So <laughs> I, heard I didn't say up hanging in a, hanging in a Buffalo, New York
0: apartment
2: But um, And I'm going to do this next time But I guess for a few hundred dollars You could like buy a backstage pass uh-huh. Uh-huh. And literally hang out with him And drink beers before the show oh, What? Yeah oh. I don't know I just I don't know Hold on one second. You guys
0: keep talking. I've got to do a thing. I don't know. Quick. You have to kill yourself. No, I would let you guys know. I have the feet hanging thing. I Pretend <laughs> to be. Yeah. I pretend to be offline and then you'd come back and then this would be happening. Okay. Well, the let's...
2: camera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that that's the only thing that haunts me that I didn't do that. I really should have. Yeah, um,
3: dude. Well, you heard Jerry Seinfeld's going to be in town, right? At the auditorium theater.
2: No, I didn't hear that. I, I, I'm Alex... not a huge fan of his stand up, to be honest with you. Al-
3: uh, the wife said that um i should ask you guys to double with us really yeah
2: what when and how much is the is the question starting
3: tickets are at $55 and they go on sale on the 24th which is i believe friday and when All is right. it in town in june who are we talking about jerry seinfeld jerry seinfeld I mean, that's a bucket list one for me whether or not the set's good i'm just i got to see it i got to yeah. say i got to see him live right that's like that's important to me and like i was gonna see if there's a way that he could possibly autograph any something that i have it's, Actually, my it's right here oh you're gonna bring out your cock it's uh, oh, never mind. i don't know why i keep Gary seinfeld in the batmobile getting coffee with comedians
0: <laughs> oh, nice.
3: Yes. The comic okay. book cover. Obviously, there's Jerry in the Batmobile. So I, w- I just want him to sign it since that's a comic book him. And he's a huge comic book nerd. I wish the ambiguously
2: gay duo yeah. would come to town. I'd like to get their audience. I know you would. I know you would. Jerry um, <laughs> so,
3: yeah, and Ace. We- Ace and Gary. We definitely, we definitely veered. Uh, that was a hard, hard yeah. left hard turn. That was good though. Man. You brought up David Cross. How could I? Yeah, yeah. About I well, mean, David Cross. He's important. Very funny. He's very, very funny. Um, I love the guy. You know
0: what? Maybe that's what makes him a good comedian.
3: I think it's that's helpful. Up, that's But listen, that's when we Look come back, when we come back, we're gonna talk about other things that uh, are stuff. Okay,
2: I'll be right back. Um, GET OFF just... THE shit!
0: From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel.
2: And, folks, this so is, good. in fact, Critical Mass. Yep. Season. Who gives a shit? Yep. <laughs> we're here, and we're here with Adam, Rocco, Dan. You figure out who's who. I don't care anymore. No. Hello, I'm is...
0: Dan. The truth is.
2: <laughs> dick. Well, listen. Rocco.
0: God damn it. Ooh, hey, I'm Adam. Whoa. Hey. Hey, guys. Did I just say that? How would you get that soundbite? I'm just going to pretend to be me. That's what
3: I'm always doing. You
2: can't even do you. That's what I'm always doing. Pretending (laughs) to be me.
3: (laughs) No. um, So Dan and I, many years ago, I believe it was 2,000 years ago, we started Critical Mass. And Mm -hmm. between now and then, we've garnered four fans. And a movement, movement, really, a movement, a bowel movement, and (laughs) and that that bowel movement. We started this show to take Trump out of office. That is just a fact. Mm
2: -hmm. Mission
3: accomplished. And mission accomplished. And when we
2: accomplished said mission, we appeared on an aircraft carrier. I was going to those words printed across. Yep. Yep.
3: And W was there. We did a whole lot of cocaine. Um, he's a crazy little coke monkey, but anyway. Um <laughs> so oh, yeah.
1: what I'm like trying to say
3: is that our next step was this show is needs to get Trump arrested. We're not gonna be satisfied now till he's behind bars. Right. And what happened in the news just I got a two job tattoo?
1: Movie.
3: Sorry. No, that's a great impression. Um what happened this I got past a teardrop weekend, drop
2: tattoo. Everyone's doing it.
3: It's, it's all the rage. Cool. Doesn't mean I killed somebody cuz I was somebody's bitch and I had to. No. <laughs> um it was announced, he announced that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. Okay. So he announced that he will be arrested on Tuesday and that his people need to rise up and they need to like, hang on. I actually, I actually have the tweet. Can I, Dan? Do you mind if I read it? Can I read it? I <clears throat> it. Of, of course, I don't mind. All right, I have it right here. You're reading skills no. inspire us. Here we go. This is Donald Trump. Uh, this is on Twitter uh, because you know it was a great idea to get him back on there. Here we go, and it's all caps. Just so everyone knows, it's all caps. Our nation is now third world and dying. The American dream is dead. The radical left anarchists have stolen our presidential election and with it, the heart of our, our country, American patriots are being arrested and held in captivity like animals, while criminals and leftist thugs are allowed to roam the streets, killing and burning with no retribution. Millions are flooding through our open borders. Many. Many. From prisons and mental institutions, crime and inflation are destroying our very way of life. So this dude is going off. I'm trying this to, his
2: entire 2016 campaign.
3: Right. Just all yeah. over again. Again, he didn't solve it then. So that's his platform. This is that is what he he said and then he had mentioned, like it's paraphrased here, really, that he is going to be arrested on Tuesday based on information that he has. Now, there has been no official word from the Department of Justice. There's been no official word from anyone. Yeah, but now, they don't talk about that. <laughs> now, the well, yeah, of course, they, they well.
0: But since they said it, they're not going to arrest me. They're trying to prove that I'm full of misinformation.
3: But the question is, is that, Will he be arrested on Tuesday? Is this because if you are Donald Trump's stature, listen to me, if you are Donald Trump's stature, okay, as a celebrity, the police will give you a heads up. That is a fact. Sure. You know when you're going to be arrested. But sometimes they will say like, hey, maybe, you know, don't tell anyone this. Just NDA. get your affairs in order because like we're gonna come and pick you up like it's it's happening yeah and it's also that
2: sort of white person entitled thing where yes, and it is they they say hey um, we don't want you trying to flee the country yes just so you know because if you think that we're after you we are and if you try and leave the country or hide from us in any way it's gonna be a lot worse for you yeah. so let's make it
3: and really so they're doing it for themselves. Like yeah i'm and cops. i'm sure but but yeah. the fact of the matter is you know someone someone had said you know he's just he never tells the truth but my thought is what is he doesn't tell the truth when the motive benefits him so the question becomes how would him telling how would him lying about being arrested on tuesday um how would that benefit him well here's him?
2: here's an interesting theory what if he what if it isn't true right we presuppose that he's not actually being arrested he, he's never heard that before but he's saying it so that he can rile up his base into yep. protesting or demanding that this doesn't happen etc and then he doesn't get right. arrested because he never was to begin with and now his base thinks wow we have power and yeah. then he
3: and then he says then he says it was all because of you don't believe the mainstream media that says right. that they were never actually going to arrest me. Right. So, right. again, you know, and then then you have to do that thing where you actually have to find the the records uh, from the DOJ, which are all public. And then you have to read them to even know your own news because you can't trust the news anymore. You have to actually yeah. look it up.
0: Right. I feel like he could use it to galvanize uh, the whole fake news thing. By saying like, oh, because
2: everybody knows they they flip flop because they didn't want to look bad. They're weak, right? Yeah, that too. Yeah, once once the info came out, they just they changed their mind.
0: You ever see that mm. movie The Rocker where uh uh Ryan Wilson plays yes. the drummer in a drummer yeah, yes. and then he's he can tell his girlfriend's about with, to with break up with What's him. What's
2: his nuts from Rochester?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is now I forget. It's is a she um
2: oh that's this. right i forgot yes. about that Teddy yeah.
0: geiger it was geiger. but uh there's a scene where his girlfriend sits him down and immediately he just looks at her and goes i break up with you because <laughs> 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 he can right. tell us about that she's like no but he's like no i break up with you yeah. like that. that's oh, maybe what yeah. he's doing too
2: yeah that's, that's true either way, way you know what i i'm not gonna believe it until i see it personally i mean if yeah. it Well, until I see him being handcuffed and taken away. Yeah. Yeah. I I, even still I might not believe it. I've spent the last six years hoping hoping that he gets arrested. Uh And this is for for
3: Stormy Daniels. This is this would be for crimes. This would be for Stormy Daniels and the Hush. I
2: know that's the ironic part too. It's like he's done way worse
3: (laughs) than sleep with a porn
2: star, pay her off, and then pay her not to say anything
3: yeah (laughs) he's done way worse than (laughs) way (laughs) way worse but like i'll take it Um, i can't
0: think of anything off the top of my head but yeah
3: um, clinton
2: clinton has probably done worse than that uh, oh
0: yeah i'm I'm sure
3: i'll bet fucking
2: hillary has done worse i'm sure but by the way had i found out any of this stuff especially earlier in my life i would have said lock them up
3: well sure Sure. So the, the but it, it seems like this is this story is gaining a lot of traction with a lot of folks believing this to be true mm-hmm. because apparently there is some wild witness that is going to be deposed tomorrow. And that witness apparently is going to come out with information that is so mo- ground moving that they will have to arrest him. And that's what this all is (sighs) hinging on. That's what this is all Hmm. hinging on. And which, again, all of this is absolutely possible to be fact. Every part of this screams this is factual. But because Donald Trump is involved, you can't just say that. Right. That's
2: skeptical.
0: It's it's bothersome that, like, I mean, I know, obviously, he's been covered by, you know, everybody. But this bothersome the fact that there's this adult man who is I mean if this trial is happening you could imagine people finding that witness with that you know groundbreaking information and harassing them or hurting them or threatening to hurt them when this adult man can just say listen this stuff happened it's my fault Mm -hmm. you never will but it's saving so many people so much rage and worry and in this darkness but just be a man and I don't see why people can't be like that's not adult behavior yeah they're just incensed
3: it is and the the people that believe in him just the whole like these folks are just so like but they've gone past this point where they can't be wrong like it's not even anymore what, what the truth is it's I was never wrong like dude come on like dan will point out the fact that i when covid first started i was anti mask and i was anti mask on the show mm-hmm. and dan okay. dan was like you're stupid he was like no <clears throat> you're stupid this is a thing you need to like do this so then i started reading and i came back on this show and flat out said that i was the one that was wrong and yeah, i wore a mask yeah. all the time you're you're
2: exaggerating a little you were never anti mask you would just when and by the way this was when the pandemic first started. Yes, that's okay? correct. And we had um El Mac and Judy on the show. Well, you really at least remember that Mac? Yeah, I remember the episode specifically. Um I was sitting on my porch at my house and it was like one of the first virtual shows we'd ever oh, done. Oh uh, god, yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and we we're having this conversation about it and El uh mom is a retired nurse.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: And you know, I had heard some stuff on the news, a lot of scientific backing, talking about how masks actually help stop, you know, the the exhaling, you know, of of the microbes, et cetera. Yeah. Et cetera. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not solely, but it does have a little bit to do with, you know, stopping them from coming in as well. Um, but not a lot of people had heard that science yet. Um, and it was also at a time in the pandemic when everybody thought that it was an, a surface level issue, like it's where you touched, like the germs yeah. were on yeah, surfaces it was more. Air, and we were all herself. naive in believing that when the truth was, it was really an airborne issue. Yeah. So, I, I just want to. Well, but you know, but, like yeah. you weren't that you weren't as extreme as you're coming off. You were just like I remember you saying, like, "Listen, I, I lysol everything." I remember you saying that, like, you Lysoled your groceries I and did. you left them outside before you even brought them in the house. Yep. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's fair because we all thought that it was still an issue. Yeah. But you're like, as far as wearing a mask, it's like, nah. And you and and huh. I remember Elmac and I had to be like, "Yo, Rock, no, we're hearing stuff right now. Like, you've got to wear a mask." So it was very early on, and it's not that you were like, masks are for the for the fucking sheep. Well, no, I didn't you say weren't that. One of those. Uh, you
3: weren't one uh, of those.
0: sheeple.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, okay, but still, it's, it's accepting new information and then changing your viewpoint based on the new information. It's not a right. difficult thing, and it doesn't make you weak or sad or anything. Just fucking but right, like.
2: Even by the end of that episode, without you even doing any reading.
3: You were already like, man. You guys are probably right. Sure, because you listen to people that you care about. Well, yeah. If I feel that they they're they're smart enough, then yes, I do right. listen to them.
1: <laughs> there
3: are there are certain people. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. We all have those. Yes. But anyway, I know this
0: guy. This okay, yeah. No, this is so, guy I know who spouts yeah? controversial theories. Um, and he's very charismatic and he feels very confident with what he's saying. But I just feel like, can we get to the end of this so we can talk about reality? You know. Yeah. Anyways,
3: yeah, no, exactly. We won't get
0: into that guy right now. But
3: I have. I know people like that. I have family members <laughs> like that. I have people that have told me some like weird shit. I still have people that think that like China purposely like let this virus out, Um, you know, or like people are trying to like, this is a a hoax still. And you're just like,
2: is gaining traction. The whole release of the Wuhan scientific lab.
3: Yeah. I heard, I actually heard some, some new stuff about that either, but I don't know enough to comment on it at this time.
0: You know, the thing that really ticked me that really would get to me when, uh, COVID first came to America you know so it was it was riding the boat to Ellis Island yeah. it was looking up at the Statue of Liberty like finally I'm here even though it came from the other direction possibly anyways right uh, is that all this talk we would go to the grocery store and there would be people I mean obviously there was the toilet paper thing mm. but people would be talking about it like da, 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 everything they heard and there was almost like a, an endemic attached to the pandemic of just these people who were just buying all this information and 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 buying into it before they had done any research and that's all they were talking about and that kind of weird zealotry and panic yeah that aggravated me because i'm just like just keep doing things the way you are
2: until
3: there might be shortages
0: but you know if we're here and we're all together just don't overdo it or underdo it yeah exactly
3: well that was bothersome I did learn some things though. Like I know now to have like two weeks to a month of supplies in your uh-huh. house, um, which is okay, something yeah. I do which is something I do now. Right. Um Dan Dan, I'm sure you know, you know, you've seen what I've built in my basement. Um just the racks uh, of shelving oh, in my laundry room.
2: Sex dungeon.
3: Yes, that too. Yes. But uh I put up like uh industrial shelving and refinished my laundry room to be a storage space as well as a laundry room, purposely to have enough supplies. So like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to go to the store for a while. And especially with two kids about to be three, I just like, and yet every night you waddle on down to Wegmans. Not every night. That's not true. You waddle a, on down a lot, to a lot of nights. Well, <laughs> she had, she had cravings Friday night. <laughs> uh-huh. and i had to satisfy those with uh canned fruit gross which is dude! your personal
2: life cra- does not belong on the podcast it newest <laughs> craving thank <laughs> you just your personal views That's
0: yes
3: all. exactly yes. so dan you said you had something you want to talk about the medical 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 people
2: yeah oh. you know you you talked about how the medical system is a joke in america i believe you it posted is. that online yes, and my wife rolled her eyes and he's she's like what is he what is he talking about i'm like i don't know <laughs> wait wait five minutes he'll make he'll make a post about comics
3: I what was yeah. that about by the way why is the medical system a joke so uh, like <laughs> oh my god i have sleep apnea and i have a cpap machine Ah, oh, okay. yes yes this issue now I and and like i it's not enough pressure going to the mask so i'm snoring and she's pregnant and i have to sleep next to her and so she doesn't want me sleeping next to her if i'm snoring so I'm in that situation. So she's like, call the fucking doctor. So I call the doctor. The doctor take, tells me to call the sleep group, this the sleep diagnosis place. Mm-hmm. I call them and they're like, we can get you in for a meet and greet in July. And then we won't be able to fix any of this until after the new year. <laughs> huh. I was like, March. like, no, huh. I just said, <laughs> like, that's not a thing that uh-huh. I can do. And she's like, well, I can schedule you for June. So I was like, OK. And then can I just yell at the person in June that I, this needs to be sooner? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I guess. So I'm like, all right, schedule me up. And then I had to fucking Google my own shit to find another sleep disorder clinic. Call them to get a meeting next week. There you go. So, again, I was just pissed. Like, why did I have to do that? Like, I went to my primary and asked my primary for this information. And this is what Industry, I'm stuck man. with. Exactly. So that's, that's where the post came from, Dan.
2: Because they didn't want to lose a customer. They would rather you be miserable miserable for the better part of a year instead yeah. of doing what's best for the patient, which right. is finding them care somewhere else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. This yeah. makes sense. Capitalism. Capitalism mixed with health care is not a good idea. No. However... There are elements of capitalism, i.e. the concept of competition and driving down prices for consumers that are a good idea when it comes to uh, the medical system, and that's fine. But the problem is is that a lot of us, including myself, agree that medical care or access to medical care is a right. Mm -hmm. It is 2023. There are billions of dollars in taxpayer money floating through space in the form of satellites in the form of rovers hmm. whatever it is Missiles. we are exploring we are exploring solar systems that we'll never be able to even communicate with because the, the universe is expanding faster than our ability to communicate with them mm-hmm. so if you want to talk about a waste of money, there are people in America, the richest country in the world, that are going bankrupt and homeless because of medical debt. Mm -hmm. But, yay, we have a satellite that's beyond our solar system taking pictures but we we divert
3: we divert here a little bit so i i believe that there's severe importance in the space program and everything that they do of course however 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 military spending is where i feel the way you feel about space yeah i mean maybe Uh, the the space thing wasn't a
2: good example because i do also feel like space exploration is important but my point is like Mm. so is our health well, yes. Yeah, so, why do we yeah. why so do we have why are we missing the same amount of money into that?
0: You know, we got to fix what we got at home before we go out and try and figure out what's out there.
3: Sometimes, right? Well, or you know, the ten thousand missiles we're sitting on that do nothing. That right, all the yeah. brand new jet fighters that do Dude, nothing. There's
2: over four hundred, over four hundred foreign American military bases around mm-hmm. the world. Yep. Why? Name four hundred countries.
3: You can't. You can't. I can't. I can't. Do uh, that. Alaska. There you go. Uh, Texas. Like, what? Yes. Uh, what? Africa. There's another country. Uh, but then, then we go. But then we can even look at this from another angle, Dan, and and Adam. We can look at this from another angle. Yeah. Is um, capital gains aren't taxed, um, and stock exchanges mm-hmm. are not taxed. Every time and a,
2: every time a stock is bought or sold, there was no tax on that sale.
3: So Bernie Sanders had discussed the near one percent or below one below one percent. Dude, it's tax. like
2: point 0. zero. It's like point zero one percent tax on
3: it per trade. Per trade, really? actually pay for socialized medicine. Yep. Damn, dude and and people are people are like no we can't do that because we can't because well okay well
2: listen because this is why everyone looks at and anybody listening in New York state probably thinks of Chuck Schumer as like the golden god right he's a trusted source he's a he's great okay. guy he's on our side etc he's in the pockets of of Wall Street mm-hmm. he will never ask him to say the word Wall Street he won't do it
3: mm-hmm. yeah no he won't
2: he won't no and that's why even even the most progressive liberal leaning Democrats that you think you voted for and are on your side are not actually on your side.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right, right. It's right,
3: true.
2: Right. It's truth. So you go and you you have sleep apnea, you could die in your sleep. Or at the yes. very least, lose sleep, which contributes to more issues. Yep. You're you're affecting your family. Stress, etc. Your whole fucking life is fucked up right now and you need that sleep machine to work. And instead of watching a YouTube video on how to adjust the dial or a screw in the back, it's a medical device. So they don't want Joe Schmo playing with it, right? Nope. So that means you have to go to a sleep study. By the way, not just get the sleep study. You have to meet with them first. Yep. And then two sleep studies and then two sleep studies. No, no, no. The machine just needs to be adjusted. You motherfuckers. Just the machine, but they won't do it because there's money involved, and they want to, they want to scrape you for everything that they yes. can
3: because that's what they do. And to what exactly what you said, Dan, exactly to your point is when I did look it up online, there is a separate machine that they have to plug into my machine mm-hmm. to adjust it, and that machine is not available to the public. That not is commercially amazing- available. That is not. Yeah, it's only available to the doctors. So they have to take my machine, plug it into another machine and then use that machine to make the alterations. So that way I can't make the alterations myself when I'm just like and I tell them on the phone, like, I know what it is. It's not enough pressure. I've had this thing for more than 10 years. Like it's it's pressure. I need someone to turn the pressure up on it. Well, you're going to need a whole new sleep study because just like you said, it was more than 10 years ago. Jesus. (gasps) And I'm like, what? What? It sounds like going
0: to a bad mechanic. Yeah. Like, well, we're going to take it in and blah, blah, blah. Like, I know what's wrong. I can tell you just that would be like the mechanic. Real quick.
2: If you went into a mechanic and said, Yo, listen, my carburetor's fucked. I, yeah, I, think I know what's move. wrong with it. Can you just check it out? And they go, Well, uh, why don't you come in in June and <laughs> yeah. we'll go for a test
3: drive? Yeah.
2: No, no, I don't want to come no. in, in June. It just I know what's wrong.
3: Open the hood and look at it. Yeah. I know what it is. I just don't know how to fix well, it. You do. You right now. Look at you. Hold split. on.
2: We're busy <clears throat> until next year. <laughs> yeah. So you're just gonna wait, and then you say you say to your <clears throat> own primary care doctor, Mechanic. "Help me find a place." And what do they do, Rocco? They give you the number to which place?
3: Oh, they gave me the number to the exact same place. They the said, "Try this place. place. Try this I, place." I swear mm-hmm. to God, I had. Oh. I- Oh, nice. as if there's no other place. Yeah, I was like this is the same number, and then they tried to tell me it wasn't. And I was like, no, like literally like this is the number you gave me the first time. I already called this place, and they already told me that. I, at this point, we don't know how else we can help you.
2: That's what they said. They said there's n- there's no way for us to even get on Google and pretend as if we have a list of other sleep study centers in front of us.
0: This we're gonna
2: We're gonna pretend as if you know, we just don't know. So we'll just say, we can't help you. Hmm. So because he is not a fucking moron, he gets on Google himself.
3: Yeah. I will say find she, his
2: own access to health care.
3: She, uh, the, the wife was the one who really mitigated that. She was the okay. one who push that. But still high five, high five. But still, like the fact
2: that you guys had to figure it out on your, on your own without your primary even giving you any help whatsoever. That's pathetic. Pathetic. That is pathetic. This is supposed to be the greatest healthcare country in the world. Go fuck yourself. You're out of your goddamn fucking mind. You know know you're out of your mind.
3: Yeah. And it's annoying because my primary is actually really fantastic. So this was extremely disappointing. It was just a very disappointing experience. Mine's
2: awful. I call my primary care uh, uh, doctor many months ago and I say, listen, I'm in pain. My knee hurts Mm -hmm. all the time something's wrong with it and they're like uh okay do you want like a a doctor's appointment I'm like I don't know you tell me do I need to see (laughs) you do I need to see a specialist what the and so they go well you got to come in here first so we go in in there first and they're like well we don't have an x-ray machine (laughs) here but the doctor can talk to you well by the way I don't speak to a doctor I speak to a PA I've never even met the doctor there never Mm,
0: yeah yeah, yeah. It sounds about if right. People
2: go, who's your doctor? I go, I don't know. Rupa Corny? I'm not sure what their name <laughs> is. I've never met them. Yeah. Jesus. This is how great the healthcare system it
0: is. This sounds like a pyramid scheme the way you're putting it. Too. It is. Kind of so is. So yeah.
2: the PA, she's like, well, you know, you're kind of heavy. And I'm thinking, like fuck you.
0: Yeah. You're kind of. So is f- Shaq. So I know. <laughs> you kind of have a fat ass yourself, lady.
2: What the fuck does that have- help me? Yeah. You have two. Chains. So she okay. she goes. Well, what we'll do is we'll put you on some anti-inflammatory, and we'll see how that goes. I'm like, okay, Advil, fantastic. No, it was meloxicam or something like that. So I'm on that oh, for God. like a while, and I and I you know a couple of weeks go by, and I call him oh, back. I'm like, listen, I don't really feel much of a difference. To be honest with you, I'm in pain. But something's definitely wrong. I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, we'll schedule you uh, an x-ray. I, go, I You know that's not going to help, right? This is not a bone issue. I've broken, name a bone. I've broken it. I know what a broken bone feels like. This isn't bone. This is deep tissue. Something's going on. And they're like, yeah, but if if we schedule you for an MRI. Uh, a knee surgery or an MRI, the insurance will deny it. It's so fucked. Because you Why? have to jump through several hoops yep. proving that you've <sighs> tried every
3: other avenue before you get an MRI. They don't want to release the funds. They don't want to release the funds until they're wow. absolutely sure they have to release the funds. Which I'm like, to the consumer is stupid. Yeah. Just look the...
2: at these. By the way, way, the I've MRI got. took 15 to 20 minutes at most. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not bad. Okay? It was very simple. It was in and out. It would have saved me and the medical system so much time and so much money.
3: Yes. Yes. And the thing is, is that the thing about the money that I have another and I was bringing up my brother before and and we have these conversations, which are very funny, but we had an entire conversation on how all medical care costs are arbitrary. They are. They're made up. They're completely made up and
1: arbitrary.
2: there's Mm. There's a war between the doctor. the provider
3: Mm -hmm. and the insurance companies so you can actually you can actually do this um you can and and listen up listeners this is a fact Um, i'm not going to tell you where i heard this from but it works i've done it and it works so when you get a bill for a hospital visit okay it's usually Mm -hmm. an absurd price Mm -hmm. call the number on there and ask for an itemized receipt ask for an itemized receipt this is true i've heard now i've heard this now, wait until you get the itemized receipt, right? And then call that number again and just tell them no. Yeah. Just tell them, just go through the itemized receipt and even ask them, like, hey, is there someone from your billing department that can go over this bill with me? And then you'll see things like ibuprofen for $80 and they gave you three ibuprofen for 80 bucks. Yeah. Be like, I can go to Wegmans and I can get ibuprofen. I am not paying 80 bucks for that. And yeah. then just keep going, right? Keep going. Hmm. Yeah. And then what they Good. will do is, what they will genuinely do is, they will tell you, we're going to cut another bill and we're going to send it to you. And then let them send you another bill, right? And then start over again. And keep going until you just get to an amount that you can pay. And then pay that. Um, I did that for months and ended up paying $100 for a bill that was way more than that. I just yeah, kept calling. I just kept calling and yeah. it, it was annoying because like I had to do it. So that was annoying. Um, but someone told me that and they do that all the time for everything. And it works. It works 100% of the time.
0: You know, it's so, funny. is ahead. us comparing this to going to a mechanics. <laughs> one time I went to my mechanic and I think there was something small wrong, but I needed my uh, mirror replaced my yeah. rear view mirror, yeah. um, one of the side ones. And <laughs> I looked at the bill. And it said like 60 bucks. I'm like, okay, here's the cost of the mirror. Here's the cost of the glue it put took to put on the mirror. That's mm-hmm. 10 bucks. I got them to drop like almost the entire labor charge. Cause I'm like, it didn't take you an hour to do that. If yeah. you could have given me the materials, I would have punked it right out and just knew you had it in stock. That's why I brought it to you guys. So
3: uh, no uh, there exactly, you go. exactly. Similar and- idea. So the thing is, is that if you can do that, then that means that the costs aren't actually real, meaning people are so worried about, well, who's going to pay for all this? Well, 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 if we go on socializing medicine, who's going to pay? The problem is, is that you think that it costs this much. That's the problem Mm -hmm. is you think that this is how much medical care costs. It doesn't doesn't cost this much, but they they made it cost that much because they're they've turned it into a business. They have falsely inflated their own numbers and then in competition with one another, they do the same thing. And because you don't know what a what a fucking clavicle is, right, they can put whatever they want on that bill and they will. And people just pay it. They blindly pay it or they go into debt and it's sad it's 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 really sad. Well, what do
0: they call that when you... Oh, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead.
3: No, go ahead, Adam.
0: What do they call that when you... It's like it, it's war profiteering. Almost. Yeah. Okay.
3: Almost.
2: That's true. I mean, it is unethical when you think about the concept of profiting off of the backs of sick people,
1: injured people, etc. Um
2: yeah. But in my situation... <clears throat> It's the copays
3: that mm-hmm. were bothering me. Yeah.
2: So I, I go through the rigmarole, right? I say, fine, if I'm going to have to have knee surgery or at least get the MRI, I have to do everything you asked me to do. So I do it, I do it, I do it. I go back to the doctor, which is another copay. And I say, okay, look, I've tried this, I've tried that. Nothing's working. I don't feel good. Like it's hurting me a lot. I've been walking on this. Mm-hmm. Knee for three straight months at least in pain mm, every day. Dude. I don't go, I don't have a desk job. I walk 13 miles a day on an injured knee. I need fucking help. And you work for the government. Right. Well, I don't want to go down the workers' compensation road. All right. All right. You can't <laughs> if you break a nail mm-hmm. and you try and get workers' comp for a broken nail. Mm-hmm. It's hell
1: oh yeah
2: <laughs> oh, i'm sure so so good luck proving that you're you have a torn meniscus because of your job when there yeah. was no actual fall slip or trip it just started hurting after a while
0: mm-hmm. it's right? so gradual you can't pinpoint right. You
2: can't pinpoint an, uh, a particular incident good yep. luck good luck so i decided not to go down that road even though we all know and by the way One of the doctors I spoke with at greater Rochester orthopedics told me Mm that he goes, listen, I see mailman all the time. Mm
3: -hmm. We all know
2: it's because of the job, Mm -hmm. but you're not stupid enough to try and tell your employer it's their fault. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I rolled my ankle on the job in May of 2019. Mm. I'm still fighting with the insurance companies. Oh, and I'm just fighting with federal workers. Comp. They and hope so- you'll give up, dude. It's unreal. They sent me a bill <laughs> for, for a little dollars I want to go, f- I want to light their goddamn doctor's office on fire because of a $185 bill. They can fuck themselves. So, so I go through the ring and roll, I get the MRI, okay, <clears throat> and I wait for the results. Now, it's funny after I got the x rays which mm-hmm. we all know were bullshit, okay? Anybody that that gets an x-ray and knows they don't need it is going this is nonsense. Okay, so yeah. the x-rays, the results get sent to my primary care physician. I had to call them. I said, "Excuse me, I got x-rays like 4 days ago. What's going on?
0: How come I haven't heard about this?" Right. Go, these okay, results uh
2: yeah, we got them right here. Let's take a look. Oh, uh, says, uh yeah, it says your knee's fine. That's <laughs> that's what the secretary said to me, or nurse, what? or whatever she was, over the phone. Oh my god. Says your knee's fine. Oh, oh, it is. That's funny. I guess I'm imagining the pain. And yeah. by the way, I already told you fucks that an X ray isn't gonna show anything because this is deep tissue. But you can, you know, whatever. I guess I'm the idiot. It's so much
0: gaslighting.
2: That's it's almost exactly like what it is, Adam. They think yeah. everyone's a hypochondriac. They see a young guy well, limping into their office. They
0: probably run into it so much that does make a little like, bit of sense. Yeah,
2: yeah but okay, but you still well, have to
0: follow through and trust
3: and right. think people are
2: legitimate. So that really pissed me off. Um, I'm sure. And then, and then I came back in, and <laughs> and she was like, "Fine, we'll, we'll we'll schedule the MRI because you're still in pain." Mm-hmm. Um, So ridiculous. I got the MRI. Yep. And uh, Greater Rochester Orthopedics Mm -hmm. called and said, listen, we've, uh, we normally have you come in to talk about this MRI, but Mm -hmm. you're busy. You know, we'll just do it over the phone. So I appreciated that.
3: Great. Yeah. Thank you.
2: They go, we see pretty extensive damage to your uh, meniscus. Mm hmm. So we we need to talk about you coming in and, and scheduling a surgery. Mm-hmm. I was oh. like, oh, oh, what do you fucking know? Oh, gee. Surprise. I think, gee,
1: mm-hmm. oh, weird. Dr. Danison. <clears throat>
2: so I, I eventually meet with them and they just they, they talk about the fact that okay, normal meniscus tears, which are the two little pads yeah. in your knee. Yep. That separate your, your femur from your fibula mm-hmm. or whatever your shin bone. Um the ones on the outside, ones on the inside. Now my inside one had been split Ooh. sideways. Like you Good. were gutting a fish, like you were like watching Top Chef, you know, they like slice a fish. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that. And he said, That's not normal. Normally people like cut the edge of it off. And so Mm -hmm. we could just go in there and kind of trim it up nice and neat with you. you, You've sliced it in half. So if I were to remove that, you'd only have half your cartilage on the inside of your knee at 40 years old. I'm a little worried about that, especially Mm -hmm. someone that walks for a living.
3: Yes, I would be concerned as well.
2: And I said, oh, well, what are we going to do? And he said, in this case, what I would do is I would have you stay out of work longer and I would staple and sew the Two pieces of cartilage back together and hope that they heal. Okay, hope that they heal. I hope I that like, they heal. Okay, I guess sounds good. Can we have surgery next week? He's like, No, maybe in a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Okay, you know, there's it when you talk to the greater Rochester orthopedic people, they're like, Which surgeon would you like? I go, I don't know. I don't have their baseball cards. Just, like, they're they're a surgeon. Like- <laughs> they they finished fucking med school. I would right? like a
3: surgeon.
0: I'll trade you a Patel for an O'Hare. Right.
3: right. <laughs> right? I don't have their right. baseball cards. Rookie. I got
0: the, who the rookie the best one.
2: Best is or, or who the most available is. I don't care. Most I want this done now. Yes. yes. And so they're like, well, Josh Olson, he has a meeting for you soon, so we'll get you into him. Okay. But when I when I actually met with the surgeon and he told me all this stuff, he's like, yeah, we're not scheduling out for another month. And I'm like, could I have waited a week and talked to a different surgeon and then got a faster surgeon?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know.
2: Yeah. Right. I don't know. Either way, I like my surgeon, okay? All right. But along the way, I was asking people. I was asking people at board Eye, board and Eye Imaging, where I'd got the MRI and the X-rays and greater orthopedics how much the surgery is going to cost me and most people ahead of time like it's probably gonna be about 150 bucks with a copay i'm like great mm. then i get to Pretty good the surgeon and the surgeon's secretary says you need to pay us 200 when you show up and i th- thought that was the copay so I oh, went okay. The copay went up by fifty bucks, but all right, I'm getting the not surgery. A huge, not not, huge yeah. not yeah. a huge deal, yeah. Not a huge deal. You you just jumped it a little bit. Not a big deal. Fine. Yeah, I get. I'll pay two hundred dollars. Not a huge deal. So I walk into the. I get dropped off at yeah. the surgery center for yeah. the day of the surgery. I walk up to the front desk. I you know introduce myself. To the lady's like, okay, blah blah. You have your payment ready. I said, got it right here, and I paid the woman. And she's like this is a you have to sign this so that we can charge your insurance company. I'm like, "Oh, please do. Please do." Yeah. <laughs> and she laughed and goes, "I know it's really expensive." And she's like, "I just don't know like she said something about like how how we're going to do universal medicine or something like that or or something. She made a comment about uh. universal medicine. And I was like, uh. "Oh. Oh. Would you like to know?" <laughs> here's a here's a fun fact. I told her it's actually cheaper in the long run. Yeah, there's hundreds of studies. I, I said, you know, there's hundreds of studies that prove that's actually cheaper in the long run by cutting out the middleman. But, uh, you know, there's just one to gouge you forever. And I laughed and walked away. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's mm-hmm. like the exact nice.
3: opposite. I bring up universal medicine to every single medical professional I meet and I throw it in their face. Yeah. And honestly, ninety nine point. No, I take that back. A hundred percent of the time. They're like, yeah, it would be way better if this was universal. Yeah.
2: She didn't know what she's talking about.
1: Well, she's a
3: secretary, I know.
2: So she got schooled on that. And, and I walked away. I paid her two hundred dollars for the for that surgery. Right. Then I got a bill. Not the bill. I get the I statement waiting. of of like what the bill yep. is gonna be, and there's another charge that says 150 dollars, and I'm like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. What is this? So I called the insurance company, and I and there the funny part is that the insurance company in this case was actually helpful.
3: Yeah, okay. they can be. They can be.
2: They can be. And and the woman on the phone is like, listen, the 200 dollars was, was basically a copay for the surgery. The wow. hundred and, the $150 is a copay for the facilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No surprise. I go, excuse me. If I go into the doctor for a checkup, I don't pay a copay to sit in their goddamn waiting room and then a copay to see the doctor. That's absurd. You know, just don't bullshit me. Just make it one. Then you should have just made it $350
3: copay. Which for a knee surgery, I would have gladly paid.
2: Which, I mean, it's not great. I, you know, I yeah, pay a bullshit, lot man. of money for my health, a lot of money for the health insurance. Yeah, I And mean... I almost never need to use it. So, you know, Ugh. I begrudgingly go to the doctor once a year, okay? What the fuck does that cost? I have you out of state companies?
3: insurance, man. I got, I'm always dealing with shit. So, Dan, how is
2: your go ahead. Go ahead.
3: It's just nonsense. You know, and so
2: I just don't like being nickel and dimed on that shit. And don't lie to me. Man. Tell me up front what the cost is gonna be. Don't let me find out afterwards.
0: Well, how is your knee doing currently?
2: It's ish. It's very okay. ish. Okay. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I just worked the last two days. My feet and legs are killing me. When you haven't worked for five weeks and you go back to carrying yeah. mail, it's very hard. Mm. So, mm-hmm.
3: can you? Did you pay it the extra one hundred and fifty? Not yet. Just tell them no. Just tell them not paying it.
2: Well, I'm trying to pay for other things, you know, like a trip to Cooper's down.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. That's these, uh, you tell them. You tell them that I'm I'm not paying this.
0: All this stock is going to come in handy too, because next week. Like, I just got a primary physician. I just became a grown up. Yes. Oh. At 40 years old, I just became an adult. But um, I have an appointment next week for something that's been bothersome for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good to know this stuff because I might run into some of those pitfalls that you we guys are talking about. Bleeding, you you, you
3: want to go ahead? You guys oh, yeah. To...
0: Okay. Then anal bleeding. Yeah.
3: Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I want to hear about your anus. Pain. I
0: use so much money on diapers. If I could just pay one big cost and finally get rid of the whole thing, oh my God, that'd be great.
3: So, yeah. so I have a great story for you guys. Um, before we go to commercial speaking of, so when I was in college and you reminded me of this, Adam, because you said you had just gotten a primary yeah. and and i didn't have a primary for a while because all i had was a pediatrician yep. and i was i was in college <laughs> yep. right yep and um this girl that her and i parted on bad terms called me and said just so you know i have chlamydia so you do too i had to talk to a pediatrician about chlamydia didn't you so i'm like What do I do with this? Right, I'm like, what? I don't have a doctor. (laughs) What do I? What do I do with this? And this was (laughs) probably like 2006, maybe. Uh Um, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So not that, not that, not that. I call, I call my, I call my mom. Oh (laughs) no! No, I'm like, (laughs) no, no. Listen, listen, listen. So I said, I said, hey, I need, I need the number to my pediatrician because this was like before Google was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. She's like, why? And I'm like, because I need to like figure out, I need to figure something out. So like, I need his number. So she gives me his number. So I call the office and I'm like, Hey, I give him my name. I ask him for the pediatrician. Like, yeah, he still works here. I'm like, is there any way that like, he can give me a call back? And she's like, I'll tell him. And I hadn't seen this guy in years. Mm -hmm. Right. So he calls me back and I had to be like, yo, listen. So I had sex with a woman who told me she's got chlamydia uh-huh. and, on, yep. and she's on, like, Rocco. Rocco, Rocco. what?
0: <laughs> Hello? Is that the sound? Oh, I thought that was the sound hey. of chlamydia. Hey mom. <laughs> yes. Mom, are you there?
3: Are you listening? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello
2: got some news to tell
3: you oh oh no what's going on well
2: you know, i'm basically like the coolest guy on campus
3: i always known that about you and so I proud along
2: really well with like all the teaching staff
3: oh yes they all love you i know yeah.
2: well it, that popularity <laughs> has spilled into my social life and
3: really mm. i i've been
2: very active socially
3: Okay. <clears throat> I uh huh. I've
2: been fucking a lot of bitches, mom.
3: Wow. Okay. And,
2: uh, I have I have the clap.
3: That's a lot of information. I have so a clap, you...
2: mom. I don't have a degree, <laughs> but
3: I have the clap. Do you want your pediatrician's
0: phone number? <laughs> hey, hey, who who is that on the phone, hon? Who's that on the phone? Oh no, that's not. Is you. that Danny? <laughs> Is it that Danny? That's,
2: that's not Dad, is it? Hey,
0: don't hey, is this, da- hey, I'm, I'm on the other line, Danny. Yo, Dad, uh, what's up? Um, so from what I can overhear of the conversation, um, basically you're treating bitches like colonialism treated the savages. Am I right?
2: You know, Dad, I learned everything from you.
0: All right, <laughs> that's my boy.
2: All right, uh, all right,
0: all right. Oh, I gotta get ready for uh, dinner. Oh my God. I mean, by, uh, by standing around and doing nothing while your mom makes it. All right. I'll talk to you later.
3: Bye son.
2: Okay. Bye. bye.
3: Perfect. So
2: I'm still on the line, mom,
3: mom. I'm trying to do mom. I'm going to do. I mean, I'm trying to tell a story. (laughs) I told you I'm going to give the pediatrician's number. Okay. I'll send you the pediatrician's number. You call him sheepishly and with lots of fear.
2: Okay. I'll do that. Thanks mom.
3: What's dinner? Goodbye. So, Bye. this is what makes this this story great, is the fact that he said, I don't know, I think you should go to a fleet-free clinic. Fleet-free? A free clinic. Just a I free almost LJ. said a fleet yeah. clinic. Yeah, a, a, fleet free, clinic. A, free, a free clinic. He goes, go to a free clinic, you can, you can find them online, and you can go. So, I got super mm-hmm. scared, so I told LJ, and I told the, the late Rob, we miss you yeah Oh. and I said guys I need to I need to go, uh, da- need to, go to this clinic it's like Bull's head not Bull's head it's like Bulls The area like down like in the city yeah um yeah you know what I'm talking about and yeah. and there's a free clinic there and mm. I went I went yeah. there and they were like we'll come with you and it we'll get bull's head by the way there we go okay bulls head so they're like we'll come with you we'll get tested too
1: yeah mm.
3: I'm like thanks guys Yo, know that means the absolute world to me so like we all go we all go in i go and check in and i'm like all right guys you can go ahead and check in and they're like yeah we're not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> both, both of them and i'm like what and they're yeah. like yeah like we know that you needed to go and so like we knew that like if we just said we were gonna do it you would definitely go so we're just gonna hang out in the waiting room and you can just go ahead and do it it's not and, that bad uh, I mean, it was it was pretty bad at a free clinic. First of all, um, the oh, wait- there. Yeah. the waiting room. OK, so, you know, the waiting yeah. room is quite an eclectic place. Mm. And uh, mm. then I went I got called in and then they do the there's like the blood test. And then they do the the Q-tip in the pee hole Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind uh, of fun. That is not enjoyable. Ah, I did. I, that's the sound I made. I was braced for it, so I myself. Oh man, I was, was just not- like, I am a man; I can take it.
2: Okay, so wow. all of us have done this. Let's go into. Yeah. I okay. I had uh, not an ex, just a, a friend of mine that um, that I fucked. Uh, basically, say to me, Listen, ah, right. you know, I, I think there's issues. I got a test that says I'm positive for something. You need to go get tested. So I said, great. My life is crumbling. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> you feel I went when to that a happens. place in, in the city, and I don't know if it was in the same uh, area, but I went to a clinic. It was free, and um, it was awful inside there. It was and, awful. Nightmare. Uh, the, the female, uh, slightly older nurse, was like, okay, we're just going to kind of play with your dick here a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. What I'm going to do is Mm -hmm. I'm going to spit on it and put it in my mouth for a little while. No, I'm kidding. Mm -hmm. She, she you know, grabbed the penis and she was like, okay, now we're going to put this Q-tip in the very top of the penis and I'm going to squeeze. And I kind of winced as she did this Mm -hmm. um, because years earlier I had had um, surgery on my left ankle and leg and I had to get a catheter put in Ah,
1: because
2: the medicine was really fucking with my bladder. Okay. And it was an open catheter, not attached to a bag or anything. It was just basically a tube they shoved into my dick so that Mm -hmm. I could pee into an open pot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was basically the most painful thing I've ever felt in my life. And so now I have trauma when it comes to like the thought of things going into my dick. PTSD. And... And so she's, like, shoving this thing in there and, like, and not only putting it into the hole, squeezing my yeah, dick yeah, around yep. it. Yeah. I remember that. And I winced. So I was like, ugh. <clears throat> and she laughed it off, like, ugh, men are such babies. Try giving birth. And I'm like.
0: Try getting a pap smear. Try
2: having a dick. What the fuck do you know about the pain? <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what this feels like. No one is shoving a Q-tip into your u- urethra, you bitch, and then squeezing it. Don't tell me how much it hurts. Although. You don't know. Yeah.
3: I've definitely seen. I saw my son get born, and I'm going to tell you that that probably hurt more than what happened to you.
2: Fair enough. I'm not saying this hurt more than pregnancy, but I'm allowed to wince. Oh There's yeah, no you're woman absolutely. out there, yeah, dude, that doesn't make a noise. Shut the fuck and up. How many
0: people do you know who have had babies but will still be like, you say something, they'll be like, <laughs> ah. Right. Oh, yeah. right physically freaked out for that I, every day Damn, a every
2: day of my life yeah yes. there's such a suggestion there's just strong creatures because they're going <laughs> for it shut the fuck up if there's a if, if, if even a out. spider nearby for the next week they're crying shut the hell up <laughs> oh of course always Oh, Yo,
0: real quick. I know we're trying to get to this break. Uh, there's this coworker of mine. She was like, she's like, ah, Adam. I'm like, what is it? She's like, can, can you kill it? I'm like, well, I don't generally like to kill spiders. It's just a thing I've had since I was a kid. You know, they're not doing any harm. So I was like, okay, well, I, I, what I'll do is I'll pick it up and I'll throw it outside. I'll relocate. She's it. like, but she was like, yeah. She was like,
1: ah, ah.
0: And so I get close to it and I'm like, a. It's not a spider. It's a b and b it's already dead oh, nice. so <laughs>
1: not very smart it wasn't
0: even moving it was already fucking dead so oh my god well end... blue on it
2: when you blow on it they come back to life oh okay <laughs>
0: that's,
3: that's that's a thing so to end this whole story um that happened i was really really angry with the two of them because they like just bailed on me completely um, <laughs> we get in the car, we leave, and they they can't even tell you like anything for like a while. So you gotta no. wait like two, three weeks, and then you have to yep. go back in. You have to like, like they didn't they wouldn't tell you over the phone. And this was like before like my chart and all that other shit. Plus, it was a free yeah. clinic, so like I had yeah. to go back for my results. And I remember, I go to the window, I check in. I'm like really nervous. They take me in the back. I sit in a seat and a woman comes in super high and mighty. She's like, so you don't like to wear condoms when you have sex, huh? Like that. Wow. Jesus. And I said, huh? And she's like. Last week, I told someone sitting in the exact seat you're sitting in right now that they had AIDS. And my first thought was, did they leave any AIDS on the chair that I'm sitting in? But like, <laughs> yeah. <I> like, <laughs> do I have AIDS now? So I'm like, OK. I, I'll be more careful. She's like, a yeah, kid. You should be okay. You need to be more mindful. I was okay, like, first okay. First of
2: all, Oh, I, if I could have words with that nurse, if you were having sex, consensual sex. with Yes. Your girlfriend. Yes. okay, Someone that you were, I was dating. I was, as, as I was now we would call that fluid bonded, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. You're fluid bonded with somebody you trusted. Them Hot. And, Hot. and, and it's because she had slept around.
3: Supposedly, it could have been my fault too. It's not even on. Oh, okay. Could have
2: been your fault too. Could
3: have been, but but it wasn't, and I'm going to tell you why. So she goes through and says that I had nothing; that all my tests were negative. Okay. So what's the
0: point of even? I called her. (laughs) No, 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 no! no,
3: no, no. Let me finish the story. okay, okay. okay. I called her to tell her, in which case she began laughing hysterically and said how'd you like that q-tip up your piss hole she never had chlamydia what we ended badly and she knew oh, because of wow. my neuroses oh. they would have went and got checked well anyone would have yeah. and and i did so that Neurosis was neuroses or not it was, that's what happened that's a psycho fucking bitch
2: but here's the truth no um, shit and people can email the show <laughs> and let us know but um and Adam, you have E-mail the us. procedure done. Um, they don't have you come in to tell you your test is negative. They just say we'll call you if there's a positive. Uh, in my I case,
0: had... yeah, yeah, they definitely said come in in a couple of weeks. Yeah, really? it did. was prevent. Me- Mine was preventative, just like not like it. Nothing was triggered. It. I was just like while I'm active again, might as well yeah. go take a test.
2: No, they, they told can't. me they're like, no, we'll just call you if there's any news.
3: They I'm told, like, yeah. okay, okay they told me that they can't properly verify people over the phone. So it has to be face to face (laughs) and due to HIPAA, like they have to do that. So to come back in a few weeks and, and I got a phone call to come back and I did. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's just what happened. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean, what's the worst that could happen?
3: Ah. Let's go back though to the whole start of this, which is the medical Medical system in what is supposed to be the greatest country in the world has us going to a CD free clinic just to make <laughs> sure that we don't have a disease to continue to spread to other people that can cause harm. In the right. greatest country in the world. Right.
2: Everything's fine.
3: It's uh, not the greatest. We have to make it great again, apparently. Right. Oh God. Uh from prison. All right. When we come back, everybody's favorite <laughs> part of the show, fuck you. We'll be right back. serenity now!
1: From the far reaches
0: of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're don'tforgetatowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget, a towel.
1: I got a lot of problems with you people! <laughs> now, you're gonna hear about it.
3: We are back with everybody's favorite, exciting part of the show, Fuck You, where oh, we're just boy. like, fuck you to things that piss us off.
2: Well, I'm ready for this one. Oh, Adam's I, got one in the barrel. Uh, Let's
3: hear no, it. Oh, it's in the chamber. Go.
1: All
0: right. Mine's a little lighter than the huge uh, thematic things I'm usually railing about. Um, this fuck you actually goes out to a friend. Oh, if they listen to this, I I hope they don't. But if they listen to this, I'm going to stop sending me Instagram reels. Stop. Yeah, stop. You have like he has I'm going to look it up. He has like three, maybe three pictures on his Instagram account. (laughs) He started it. He has no posts. (laughs) And at first he was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm checking out these videos and and there's, like, car crashes and goofy stuff. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, real goofy. But he's like, so it's interesting stuff. So he sends me one. The next day he sends me another. It starts piling up. Last night alone, and and this happens all hours, too. Last night alone, between 1013 and 1031, he sent me 10 reels. I have backlogged these reels that there must be at least two or 300 oh that I have God. not watched. Wow. That's insane. Because if I do say anything about it, like, okay. And he's so addicted to it, too, that he has started sending me links to Instagram reels on my text messages. And I don't respond. Sometimes I do because sometimes I watch it. but sometimes if he says something, he qualifies it with something, Uh I'll watch it because here's his actual input or he wants some input. So sometimes that that's fine. But then he'll send me like five more reels. So this is the same guy and here's the fuck you of it is that I will ask him a personal question, like how's your family doing because maybe he told me something about it or like how's your girlfriend doing because maybe she was sick last week. And how, you know, I don't expect him to respond right away, but before he can even respond to me or if he, even if he he might not even respond to me, but he'll send me a link to a Twitter thing or a reel. Yeah. And it's about topics I don't even care about that we've never discussed that we cared about. Right, right, right. Keep in mind, this is a really good friend. When I broke up with my girlfriend in Pennsylvania, the alcoholic, right? He was so kind, him and his fiance so were much so, hurt kind. There. So, so much hurt
3: still there. <laughs> There's so me, much hurt still there.
0: To let me to let me live with them. You know, this is a really good friend, but you wow. can still say like even with puppy dogs, you know, they can have these really bad habits, but you still yeah. care about them a lot. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. But it's like, but I know that half the time when he's sending me this stuff is when he's on the shitter. He I'd be lot. sitting, I'd be sitting in his living room, you know. <laughs> and I'd be getting texts from him from 20 feet away while he's taking it. Down. Wow.
2: Wow. Even when you were living with him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Well, that's that's not really when it started, but that's when I started to realize the pattern of when he did things like this. So uh, just a big, a big, fuck you. Stop sending me this stuff. I have stopped responding. Get a clue. If you right, want to yeah. converse, you're my friend. Quit regurgitating. Like, I've always had this problem with him, even going back to college. He would regurgitate information that other people said he will send like oh this movie's getting a really good rating i'm like well why don't you wait till you see it before you tell us your opinion of it right. you know and i mean sometimes that's good because if you got a like you're reading consumer reports you want to buy the right product but it's almost like everything's a product and um
3: everything is a product
0: <laughs> one time he even sent me and he's the type of guy when you say like like use a, a descriptive word, like "oh, this was a real, a real chaotic thing." He'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, chaotic." Like he'll start using your words right after you do. And also, Are one you time, listening? yes. And I made him a video. I made a video one time, and he had something to say about it using about Dutch angles, you know, in videos when it's at a kind of a Dutch tilt. Tilt. Yep. For those of you who don't know, and he's like, he's like, "Oh, your use of Dutch tilt in this," he, and he went into theory for a second. But it was in a different font, a larger font. Oh boy. And our one friend wrote back to him and be like <laughs> Oh, I use his name. Whatever I'll he's like, that. okay, he's like, next time you uh you want to make a criticism of something, don't copy and paste the article straight from Wikipedia.
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: Jesus. So I just want to be like, dude, I miss my friend. Stop sending me reels. Right. Fuck you. I cannot stand it. So there's wow. there's my fuck you for the week, guys.
2: There you have it, folks. I
0: like Too it. many rails. It was All a right. journey. So what? Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> well, I I don't know Dan about you. Mine's chambered and ready, but if you want to go,
0: oh town.
3: No, go ahead, Rock. Okay, town. so I I had a few buzzing around my head, but this one this one's really stuck with me, um, mostly because I'm. I'm sad that I'm here, but I feel like if anyone's going to understand, it's you, Dan, and it's these goddamn reality shows that that the the other half watches and you end up sitting there <laughs> and then you start asking questions. You're like, well, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Well, what, who, what happened here?
2: See, you are interested. No, I'm fucking not. I'm bored. But,
3: but I kind of am. But I'm not <laughs> like I just so, want to know. <laughs> so she's been watching the show called Married at First Sight. And for those of you that don't know what married at first sight is this this panel of professionals, professionals, quote unquote, um, take a survey (laughs) of a a group of people and then they find them a perfect match Mm -hmm. based on the survey results. And it says on paper that these two should be the absolute perfect match based on the way they the way they give and receive love. Based on their future plans, based on their religion, their religious aspects, based on their philosophy, based on all of it. Like, so you fill this out. And then what happens is they set up an entire wedding. And you don't meet the person until they walk up the aisle. And you get legally married. You are so sad. You are legally married. Mm. Right. And then right from there. Oh, let me tell you. So right from there, you go on a honeymoon. And but the thing is, is like you have the cho- like, you know, do you want to stay in the wedding suite tonight? Uh Do you want to stay in the honeymoon suite at the honeymoon? And then like they give them an apartment and they live in the apartment. And then all the couples, though, they can like hang out and stuff as as a group. And mm-hmm. then they slowly start introducing like their personal friends and they start introducing Ooh. their families. And it like gets. You know, it gets continues on. And then at the end, they get a total like a decision day. And are you going to get divorced or are you going to stick it out? Right. And a good portion of them get divorced. But there are a few that got married, have kids now and are doing great. So that actually it does happen. Right. So I'm sucked into this. Right. And this one woman, her name is Alyssa. I have no problem saying her name. She is the biggest cunt that has ever existed <laughs> on television. And I hope terrible, terrible things happen to her. So first and foremost, she's talking my cousin. About, she's talking about how excited she is. Good. She's talking about how excited she is. And and this, that, and the other thing. And then she gets up there and she immediately is just like, this guy, he doesn't like look like my type at all. So then isn't that, fair? isn't
2: that fair to say like,
3: yeah, that's, that's totally okay, fair. Yeah. So, so far, so far, not a huge deal. There have been many couples that have done that and they kind of grow into one another. And that, that happens on the show. The amount of times I've seen it. um. So then all the couples decide they're all going to stay. Each subsequent couple decides they're going to stay in their uh wedding suite at night. And they all like kind of gave rules. There, some of them were like, Hey, the guy, I want you to sleep on the couch. I'm like, not ready to sleep with you. We just met today. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you meant like no anal or no. I mean, like, some <laughs> don't get me wrong. Some of them hook up, well, some, some of them fuck, like right away, but like, most of them are like, You know, we'll, we'll sleep in bed together, but like, there won't be any sex. This broad, this broad leaves in the yep. middle of the wedding. <laughs> leaves in the middle of the wedding (laughs) just just and just leaves him there and he's like i don't know where she is
0: ghosted without discussion yeah okay
2: explain herself nothing so
3: he's just like i don't and this is after she had said she's not physically into him but that she she said she would try though right so then he fucking he's like sitting there and then she she appears and she goes, I just have to explain to you what this is. And he's like, I don't know what this is. Like uh, you were here one minute and you were gone. She's like, I don't yeah. think that we should sleep together. I don't think I should stay okay. at all. I don't think I should stay with you at all. And he's like, well, listen, I understand it might be like weird. Right. But like the, the suite that we have, it's two floors and the living rooms on the first floor. Like I will stay on the couch down there. Mm-hmm. like maybe we can get breakfast together she didn't even want that she was like no i don't think that that's a good idea so because it
2: only it only leads him on to so, think that there's going to be a relationship
3: so production like allows her to have her own place so now she's got her own like five-star place and he's like alone on okay. his wedding night it's supposed to mimic like a real wedding night and he's like alone at his wedding night but all it's the not couples... a real wedding Yes, but it's supposed to be. But the other couples okay. are trying to they're spending the time trying to get to know each other, right? Even if oh, it's not okay. sexually. Right. So then they go on their honeymoon and she says that she's not comfortable staying in the same hotel room as his and that the production needs to buy her her own hotel room. So now he starts going like, "Well, he's like they start doing activities together and he's like, "I just kind of want to talk about like how like do you not like me?" Like, is there something that I did? Like, can you explain it? And she, every single time would get up and be like, I can't do this. I can't do this. When all she she had to
0: say was, you're not my type.
3: She stomped off every time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So like by the end Uh, of it, he starts like asking her like, Hey, you know, not for nothing, but are you just trying to get on TV? And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe you would say that. I can't talk to you. And he's like, yeah, you're just going to walk away again. Every time (laughs) I'm trying to talk to you like this poor guy. So then they, they give them each an apartment. And so she tells production, I don't want to live with him. You need to get me my own apartment. (laughs) And finally, production had to tell her, this is the show. Like, I don't understand what it is that you think that you signed up for. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? So he like went to her and was like, listen, maybe we can talk about the apartment. Maybe like, you know, we can have a sleeping arrangement. We're not sleeping together. And again, this bitch just I can't do this. I can't talk to him. I can't. Then she's like, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She's barely ever said two words to him. And she just like leaves. Right. Then it, cool. the the therapist has to come. They each get a therapist mm-hmm. to kind of like help them through this. So the therapist comes and we're like two weeks, three weeks in to this like 60 week experiment.
0: <laughs> 60. Oh, my God.
3: She shows up to their apartment it was supposed to be their apartment to be ready for the therapist. Therapist comes in and she goes, I just don't know what's happening because I'm trying so hard. She actually said that to the therapist. She's not trying at all. You should have seen the dude's face. And then he goes, Today is my decision day. And the therapist was like, Oh, and he goes, Just get me off the show. He's like, I want a divorce. I don't want to be anywhere near like I I don't know what her deal is, but like this is not (laughs) then she starts (sighs) then she starts crying and then they then they do her talking head you know they always do the talking heads yeah, in reality yeah, yeah. shows and crying she's talking about how hard she tried and what i loved about this production crew is that they then stitched together and edited together all the moments she goes i can't do this and walked she away try it so all. she, she how said she how hard went. she tried ah. and then they played a, they played a montage <laughs> <laughs> of, of those moments yeah and like it was so Great. honestly it's like i can't wait and i know like it's so bad but i can't wait till there's a the the reunion episode because i just want them to play those for her and i want to hear what the rest of the group has to say but honestly Alyssa, fuck you there was a gen this was a dude who really like was hoping to find love on this show and he seemed like a genuine dude oh that was the other thing dan she was talking to her mom and said, I found his social media and my friends told me they found it first. And they told me all the disgusting things on his social media, absolutely disgusting. And her mother's like, her mother's like, well, what, what did he have on there? He had all this like defund the police. And do you know how much respect I have for our first responders and a lot of like, Fuck the police stuff. I just, oh, it was disgusting, Mom. How could I be married to that? Just like, I want me a cowboy who loves his police. Uh, great. Then they cut to him playing disc golf with his best friend. And he goes, so apparently she found my social media and all my defund the police stuff and fuck the police stuff. And he looks right at the camera. He goes, and this is my best friend. And her, his best friend goes, who is literally a cop? And he, <laughs> like, shows his badge. and he's like my best friend is a police officer and like he and i have had a lot of debates about why i think the police should be defunded but apparently she like saw that and was like oh my god it's she called it disgusting yeah and so honestly i hope this broad gets hit by a fucking car i just hope she gets hit by a car i can't do this you can't do what i I gotta go okay
0: but dan you did you, just want, to be, did you just want to be on the podcast or something?
3: <laughs> you just is that it? You just, just want to be wanted... on a podcast. All I, I want is fame. I just, That's you're right. What an awful way to do it. And it's one thing if like you, do, you act that way. And then in your talking head, you're like, listen, I'm a superficial person. He's ugly and I can't do this, you know? And then she bounces. Okay, fine. But to, say, like, to say, listen, I'm it doesn't make you superficial.
0: You. Yeah.
2: You know, I'm just not attracted to you, and there's no way I'm gonna pretend it for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. Hmm. Uh, yeah, hmm. I, I guess that's fair. I guess it's weird because as it's, I don't like reality TV, but as a show, social experiment, the show is actually really, really entertaining as a social no, experiment. Stop. Anyway, that's stop my fuck talking you. up reality television. Fuck you, Alyssa. You dumb bitch. You dumb, dumb bitch.
0: You know what? I sometimes don't know what's wrong with me because I know I'm super handsome. So I know if someone likes doesn't like me, it has something to do with my personality, which hurts even more. Just put it out apply. there.
3: You
2: should apply. I don't Mary know which one's worse. It's sort of like, yeah, you know, the day. You know, you never know what yeah. you're getting. <laughs>
3: you should apply. Adam. Um, I'd love to watch you. on that. Show. I
0: would. Yeah, but I would definitely just play up the whole bullshit angle of it, and maybe that would end up making her fall for me.
3: Who knows? Uh, maybe. Maybe we
0: should do a Rochester version of
3: it. There you go. Yeah. Okay, Dan. uh, I'm going to fuck you short and
2: sweet. Dan time. People's inability to park. It's a big fuck you. Like (laughs) the lines are there. There's cameras all around your car. Park correctly. You dumb, stupid fuck. If you can't park your car, drive out to the very last spot and occupy several spots if you have to what the fuck is going on uh, make america great again no make america park correctly again
0: illustrate the most recent example that has
2: brought this upon yeah tonight i want I, I have this written down in my notes and okay. as you know i've been doing a lot of drugs for the last 5 weeks
1: oh, yeah. so
2: i don't know what caused this and i i give leniency to when a fresh snow falls and people sort of have to make up their own parking situation. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yes, And then the snow melts. Like, oops. And you look around one. and you go, was there an earthquake? Why are the cars <laughs> vibrated like into to different spots? What's going on? No, I understand. And I yep. also get like, if there's a schmuck who's parked too close to the line mm-hmm. and then you don't have a choice, so you have kind of have to park close to them but maybe a little closer to your line now and then and what happens is that other guy leaves and now you look like the idiot who didn't yep. know how to park yeah
1: yep. I understand
2: that, I? that those happen it, it happens but there's also plenty of examples where that's not happening and the person just doesn't know how to park or
3: they don't care or it's a jeep thing I hate those people it's a jeep thing that you park <laughs> like an asshole that's what a jeep thing is <laughs> it's a jeep thing. I don't know <laughs> It what it's like in New Jersey
2: I had a jeep I never bought like that. I I don't get it. I, I fuck I just it's again it comes down to stupid people. I hate not nah, fuck it. I hate people. All people can die.
3: That's it. I'm done. That's fair. Thank Racist.
1: You,
0: thank
3: mm-hmm. you Dan and thank Racist. you. It's against every race. Yep. Thank you for everyone that joined us today. Uh we slept together the show. We hope you liked it. Um I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. like it at all. Delete. Yeah.
0: My favorite yeah. one so far.
1: Fuck
2: you. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, you too, too. Fuck you
0: too. <laughs> Critical you Mass
3: and Pretty on. Produced
2: by Dan and Rocco. Recorded with Zoom. All music by Pinegrove and Adam Donnelly. Yeah, All me. special effects were done in house. No stunts <laughs> were performed without the supervision of adults. And almost no animals were harmed in the making of the show. If you like this show, please leave a review and share with a friend.
1: They come from butts.